Hello, and welcome to Do It For Grantly, a podcast brought to you by Fortress Fund Managers, where we speak with women and men in Barbados about their grantlies and other money matters. I'm Kim Howard, Marketing Manager at Fortress, and my co-host is Omar Kennedy. Hello, listeners. An entrepreneur, author, and former financial manager. In today's episode, allow us to reintroduce ourselves, we reflect on how this podcast came to be, discuss some of the highlights from our previous episodes, and look ahead to some of the topics we'll be discussing for this, our second season. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. So let's get to it. Financial security doesn't grow on trees. It's built brick by brick with smart investments and a strong partner. To retirement, education, and whatever your future may hold, we say bring it on. At Fortress Fund Managers, we're not afraid of the hard work, long hours, or steady saving, just like you aren't. We know better than anyone that you can't just hope for good luck. Call Fortress Fund Managers on 435-7777 to build your personal fortress. Your future, our business, Fortress. Hello, everyone. We're back with Season 2 of Do It For Grandly. I'm Kim Howard. I'm Omar Kennedy. And today we're going to just give you a bit of a reintroduction to why we're here, what we're doing here with Do It For Grantly, and also what we're planning to bring to you this second season of our podcast. Uh, just to remind you, Do It For Grantly is a podcast brought to you by Fortress Fund Managers, and Fortress Fund Managers is a mutual fund company operating in Barbados since 1996. We offer mutual funds exclusively to investors of all shapes and sizes, um, individuals as well as corporations, and in Barbados and U.S. dollars. Um, mutual funds is all that we do, and Omar is going to tell you a little bit about what, exactly what a mutual fund is. A mutual fund is an investment product that pulls together your money with the money from other investors, and the fund manager invests it for you. So whereas you may not be able to invest in different countries and companies outside of Barbados, because the mutual fund manager has the reach and the cash to do it because it's pulling all of your money together, you get to diversify your portfolio. That is, you get to invest in as many different investments as possible. This way, it maximizes your potential return and minimizes any potential losses. And just like if you're traveling, you don't want to fly the plane yourself. Just with investing, you get the professional money managers to go out and do your investing for you. Indeed. And just so that you know, if you've missed the first season, we've got at least six episodes from our last season that you can catch up on, ranging in all kinds of topics from saving versus investing, um, the importance of discussing money with your families, planning your retirement. And there's they're all there available on our website, fortressfund.com, or you can download them wherever you listen to podcasts. Kim, I have a question. Remind the listeners, um, how was the idea for Do It For Grantly Born? The actual name or the actual podcast? Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll start with the easy one. So... I love podcasts. I love listening to them. Um, I'm interested in all kinds of things, and so that helps feed my hunger for knowledge. But I thought that in the years that I've been working with Fortress, that I keep on encountering people who say, you know, they want to know, they want to do something with their money, they're just not quite sure what it is. And I thought, okay, well, there clearly is a need for people to have a better understanding of not only mutual funds, which is what Fortress focuses on, but just money matters in general. And so I thought that something that we could offer, Fortress has a 
already has a background in providing education and educational resources for our investors and the general Barbadian public. We feel a more informed public is a better public and a better investor. And particularly in the times that we've been navigating in recent years, I think it's crucial for people to understand what their money can do for them and how they can better advance themselves with their investing and with investing. So that was the idea, the genesis for Do It For Grantly mm-hmm. in terms of the actual topic title. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, saying, I vaguely remember some Saturday morning brainstorming with a person whose name will not be mentioned right now. I think um, you should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's going uh, forward. Yeah, so we, um, Melissa, that's the person. <laughs> hey, Mel. Uh, Melissa, who is our uh, social media manager and also producer for the podcast she and I were discussing topics and like how we wanted how we wanted to shape this up but then we didn't have a title so we were bouncing a number of things around and I think we had come up with a number of titles that sounded kind of very staid but I didn't want that I wanted something that was very much Barbadian and um, while some of the information we talk about here is relevant to people anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that this was a finance podcast that people in Barbados could take up and run with. And everybody in Barbados knows what a Grantly is. So mm-hmm. if you are recently moved to the island, you're not sure what a Grantly is, it's a $100 bill. And a $100 bill carries the figure of um, Sir Grantly Adams, who was the first premier of Barbados, I think. Something Um, like that. (laughs) And um, but more importantly, he was recognized for his contribution to Barbados' development. He was also big in the labor movement um, by being placed as the face of the $100 bill. So everybody talks about Grantly. And everybody's concerned about earning money and making more money and safeguarding their money. Mm -hmm. They're Grantleys. So do it for Grantly was born. I must say, the title of this show is hilarious. I love it. The first week that I heard it, I just kept on cackling. I I love it. Well, there you go. So that was what brought the podcast about and the title about. And I think one of the things that we touched on from our very, very first episode was the difference between saving and investing and Mm -hmm. just understanding what the difference is. Yes, definitely. Saving more so revolves around you taking your money and you're putting it down and just waiting to use it when you need it. Whereas investing more comes when you mobilize that money to make your money actually work for you. So instead of you putting your money down in a bank account and earning some paltry level of interest, um, the numbers are too low for me to even mention, um, with investing, your money is actively managed in order to make more money for you. Whether you invest in a fortress mutual fund and have the money managers invest this money for you all over the world, or you take your money and invest it in a business where you may give a sum of money to an, uh, to, uh, an entrepreneur or a business person, and he, you, he or she, I'm sorry, uses that money to create additional value for the economy. So the main the main difference between saving and investing comes down to you just putting your money down, it's there for whenever you want it, versus you using that money as a vehicle to make more money. And for you to use in the long term. And for you to use in the long term, yes. Right. And it builds on the economy. Yes. And I think that's um, that distinction of the long term is critical because for a lot of people, they don't necessarily, they understand the premise of getting interest. And, mm-hmm. well, that's all been shaken up in the last four or five years now because mm-hmm. the interest that you get, as you said, is not even worth mentioning mm-hmm. um, in a traditional savings account. Correct. But that is 
for when you're looking further down the road, you know, 10 years from now, you want to be doing X, Y, Z. 10 years from now, you want to be able to start your own business or you want to be able to help your child um, with university or you're thinking that by then you'll be finally able to build this house or expand the house that you have or to do something else that requires major um, financial backing. That is what long-term investing and what mutual funds are designed for. So it's, again, like you said, it's not something that you're going to pull at today. It's not money that's going to be used right away. And um, I, I think people have a difficulty understanding that because in Barbados we traditionally have been savers mm-hmm. but not big investors. Agreed. Uh, in, in Barbados historically um, you've found that persons believe that investing is for only a certain type of person mm-hmm. but through Fortress you know the, the amounts to invest remind us Kim how much how much do you need to start investing with Fortress? Yeah with the, our growth fund which is our primary fund um, you can invest with as little as $100 to open Precisely. an account. So the average person can use a Grantly to invest <laughs> in Fortress. So, like so, so, so the name is, 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 is appropriate. <laughs> Melissa's face palming right now. I, I, I don't mind the law. She knows that was cool. So, um, <laughs> right. So you can use your $100 bill to invest and make money for yourself over the long run. And many persons also believe that you need large sums of money and that you need to do it consistently or whatnot. Whenever you're investing in, in Fortress, for example, you can invest as often or as infrequently as you want once you're a shareholder and a unit holder. So, you know, these things are are very, very important. So persons who may not have that $100 to invest, you know, every day or every week, they may say, well, you know, I have $100 now. I can invest it in, in April. I can invest one in May, one in August. And then that's when I get my bonus in December. You know, so, you know, these are things you can, you, you need to know as well. Right. And um, I think that's some of the, one of the benefits that we've had coming out of this podcast is people understanding that is something that's achievable for you. You don't necessarily have, you don't have to be old. You don't have to have been working for 50 years. You don't have to do any of those kind of things. You can literally set aside the money that you may have spent on something else um, and then, you know, pull it together. By the end of the month, you've got your $100 and, yeah, well, you know, drink drinks. People got to drink drinks. But, uh, <laughs> and partying and all of those things. Those things are all important. I think Rene touched on that in one of the episodes, Rene Delmas, that we talked about um, delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's achievable. It's something that you can do. You can save towards it. You can move some of the money that you have that you don't necessarily immediately need from a savings account. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, you can work with bonuses and, um, you can, but one of the things I like best, and one of the things that's recommended by financial advisors throughout the world, is essentially this idea of setting it and forgetting it. So rather than trying to pick and choose when you're going to invest, because then some people try to get excited and try to monitor the market and try to guess the best times, it never works so well when you try to do that. But if you set it and forget it, where you have a direct debit coming out of your bank account or from your salary um, for the growth fund, that can be as small as after the initial $100 investment, that can be as small as $50. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that. And then you don't have to worry about it because before you even spend your money from your paycheck, you've got this money set aside. So there's Agreed. that $50 or that 150 or how much ever it is that you can afford. And the good news is about it that you don't have to stay at that figure, right? So, you know, you get a raise um, and things are looking a little better for you. That loan that you were paying off is finally paid off. So now you say, well, I've got a little bit more spare, spare change. I want to bump it up to 200 I want to bump it up to 600 whatever it is that is manageable 
for you, it's all achievable and it all can be done. Uh, and a good thing about that is is your psychology as well. Mm-hmm. When you fire and forget, you know, you just put your, <laughs> your, your, your money down. You know, if we're doing it manually, you know, one month you may say, you know what, I don't have the money, so let me do it the next month. I'll double up next month and something else happens. Or let me do it the next month. And then the number you have to invest becomes so intimidating that you just decide, I'm not going to do this anymore. So it's sometimes best just to put something down, get it taken off of your, your, your salary when, say, when you get your tax is taken off or whatever have you and you can go from there all right so you it's a bill for you yes. so you're paying yourself first yes yeah um this season now we're going to move on to some other areas and kind of touch back on some things as well that we have, would have done last season and omar you mentioned earlier this whole thing of investing in businesses mm-hmm. that's what we're going to kick off talking about in our next episode wonderful um we're going to bring back one of our first uh guests that would be Simon Atrum. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And Simon had talked about productive investment. And we want to dig down into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, what are some of the other things that we're going to be mentioning? Uh, we talk about investors' testimonials. The Fortress Investor is a varied group. We have over 10,000 investors. Mm-hmm. Some of them are head of organizations. Some of them are just regular people doing their regular work, setting aside some money for themselves in the future. And so we're going to pull from some of them and see what it is that they have to say about us and their experience as an investor, what it's helped them to do and what they hope to achieve going forward. Agreed. The next one, investing as an entrepreneur, is, is one which I hold dear. Um, as an entrepreneur, myself where your cash flow is not always steady some months you have a lot of cash coming in some months you have no cash coming in so you know investing as an entrepreneur can be a little tricky so that topic is is going to be a very very interesting one on how to manage those cash flows so you can invest and still benefit from having this productive investment and not breaking the bank yes and i and i I think that that's important because i think we've always had entrepreneurs in burgers oh yeah absolutely you know a hawker selling vegetables down in the market Mm -hmm. is an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. um similarly someone like my boss who set up this company in 1996 was an entrepreneur i think all businesses start as entrepreneurship yes essentially exactly and then the Mm -hmm. the question is the extent to which they grow and which they develop so but what i think has changed now is i feel as if it's you know it's more in the forefront. It's more topical. Um, people are more aware of it as a career option. I remember when I was in secondary school, no one discussed entrepreneurship no. as an option. I don't think that would be the same thing today. And so people are now actively considering it as an option for them. Agreed. Um, even right now, we have, I think, it's the, P- the BF, the $20 challenge, right. which encourages the, the kids from a very from primary schools, mm-hmm. you know, how to invest, how to take $20, turn it into something greater. So, you know, we are teaching our kids about entrepreneurship and money, which is very, very important. All right. And one of the other things that we want to look at as well is essentially how Fortress has been performing. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about in the beginning, we talked about who Fortress is, how long we've been around. I want to give you a little bit of insight into exactly what we do do with the money that you invest with us and how we make it grow. Um, some of the places where we invest and what our outlook is going forward. So that's one of the things that we hope to share with you this season as well. Um, another very, very important thing, um, credit card 
cards and how they can impact your financial goals. A lot of persons don't understand what credit cards are and how to use them. They, they know you have a card which has some money on it, which isn't yours. But, you know, in the end, you know, when you rack up these bills, and you have to pay these monumental levels of interest and things get out of control. Persons tend to panic a little bit and they can get in a lot of financial trouble. So persons need to understand about credit cards from the outset as well. Primary school, secondary school, teach persons what money really is. So that ties into investment as well. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned that the staggering levels of interest that will help build the balance on those credit cards. Mm -hmm. That amount of interest is worth mentioning on like the interest that you get paid. Oh, yeah. On a savings account. Well, well, some banks in Barbados, they can range from 20 to 30 percent. So that's per, uh, yes, that's per, per annum. So you know you, the, you have to be very, very, very careful using your credit cards. You find that the wisest persons and the persons who have the ability, if they spend money on their credit card in any given month, they pay it back at the same time at the end of the month before any interest gets tapped on. Yeah. And that is usually the best policy, if possible, pay down as much as possible because the interest rates are no joke. And that's the best policy for the individual. The mm-hmm. business model doesn't necessarily care for that, but it definitely is the one that would help you to manage those um, those loan tools because that's what it is, a loan tool, mm-hmm. most effectively. Absolutely. We also might want to look at some things like investing for your health because... Mm-hmm hey, you know, it would be great to have money down the road 10 years or whatever, but if you're not healthy enough to spend it or not in a position to use it or you need it and then you don't have it, all of those things are, you know, factors that you need to consider too when you're putting aside money for yourself. Absolutely. So one of the things that I would like listeners to do this season um, or more more of, because we did get a couple of um, submissions from last season, is to tell us some of the things that you want to hear from us. When we have our investment forum every year, we always ask people to share some of the things that are on their minds and they are not bashful in doing that at all. And we don't want you to be bashful either. You know, if there's something that's been on your mind, don't think of it as silly or small or you may be surprised at how many people have the similar concern that you do. Absolutely, for sure. So we don't necessarily know all the answers, but we know some good people to call. So we'll try to find out how we can best address those things. You can let us know, either message us on Facebook or Instagram at Fortress Funds Managers, or you can also send us an email at info at fortressfund.com. One of the important things that I think we just need to remember is that it's important to be an investor. And an investor, like you said, Omar, does not have to be a particular type of person is not a certain type of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember some years ago, I'd heard somebody on the radio saying, I thought I was for like big money people. Well, you, you, you'll always have small money if you don't take chances, right? Agreed. Um, I, I, there's the vernacular in Barbados is, is what is it? Um, scared money don't make no money? Yes. Yep. Yep. Scared money does not make any money. I think we actually have that printed somewhere in the office up on the wall. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> or scared money never wins, I think is what it is. Yeah. Um, the, and it's also important to start early. So, yes. and by starting early, you know, Omar touched on the fact that it's important to let kids know about money and what money is and what money, how money works from primary school and go all the way up. We touched on that too in one of our episodes. I think it might have been the one where we talked about families discussing money. For sure. But the importance of starting money, starting early is important from another point of view, and that has to do with compounding. Mm hmm. All right. So compounding is the thing that you you know you vaguely remember from secondary school that you may have learned about in math. Mm. Um, but it's also important because if you invest today and that money earns some, 
um, additional interest or if it earns some sort of additional value, then that money is then further invested, plus the principal that you invested initially, plus whatever it gained, and then that's further invested. So you build on that. Well, if you start at 20 versus when you start at 55, guess what? You've had the benefit of, what, 35 years of having your money grow for you. So you may think your $100 is a small amount, but it's going to compound. Absolutely. I I have clients as well, and I've encouraged them to invest in their children from the time they're at the the conceptual stage. You know, university is is, is not a cheap thing if you want to send your kids abroad or even even here in Barbados. Mm -hmm. So what can happen is, you know, when you're thinking about having, having your kids say, I want my child to go to university or I want my child to do whatever. Ever, and you put down $100 a month, but the tenant child is ready to go off to college or to start his own business or to even start his own investing, you have all those $100 bills per month put down for 18 years and then, you know, they've been compounding the interest, as Kim said, and then the compounding the returns, I should say, and, you know, the kid had something there put down, a nest egg put down for them for going forward. But you know who also needs something put down? Tell me. Us. Absolutely. <laughs> because guess what? The time will come when you can't work. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to physically work, as in your job may have been physically demanding in one particular area, mm-hmm. or you may retire. You know, you've you've done your full share. And I know for a lot of people, it seems like a really distant thing and not so important. But that same child that you were talking about, having that nest egg for them, mm-hmm. um, that child can get a scholarship. Agreed. That child can get, child can get a loan. Um, they may turn out to be the next most outstanding swimmer in Barbados who goes off on some swimming scholarship yeah, for sure or you know something like that so it does not necessarily mean that you don't save for them mm-hmm. but you have to make sure that you look out for yourself absolutely because eating dog food when you're retired is not a look that any of us like and, and, if- and that's not just a random comment that's actually something that happened <laughs> you know in, in, in a podcast from last time <laughs> yeah so if you want to know what that was about you can check our old episodes on fortressfund.com and um, find out about the dog food episode and, and even for us as well um, for some of the younger listeners there are concerns about our own pension scheme I'm not trying to scaremonger mm-hmm. but for those of us who have a more pessimistic outlook on the NIS if you do not believe it will be there for you by the time it's time to retire it is absolutely necessary to take your own personal precautions where you can take a, a, a bit of cash put it down in an investment vehicle so that by the time you're ready to retire just in case the worst does happen and there is nothing there for you that you do have your own self protected because you had the foresight to look out for your future, you know, today for tomorrow. And Fortress is designed to help to help you do just that in a number of ways, either through your own individual investing as a mutual fund investor, mm-hmm. but also we offer pension plans or we manage pension plans for a number of companies as well as individuals who may want to do their own personal pension plan. Absolutely. And there's nothing to say you can't do both. Your company could be doing a pension, you could be invested in a pension plan with your company. But you could also have a mutual fund set up so that you have that in addition to that, plus NAS, plus anything else you may do um, over the course of your life to help you have an income when you retire. So those are all things that we all need to be considering and that we'll talk more about in the upcoming season. Uh, thank you all for listening to us. And it's an honor to be here. Yeah. And thank you for joining us again, Omar. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. 
our next show will be with Simon Natrum, as we mentioned earlier. We're going to have a more in-depth chat about productive investment. So I really hope that you'll all be here to listen to us. And I look forward to having you join us. Remember, you can hit us up at info at fortressfund.com to let us know about any topics or any issues that you may have or questions you may have about investing or topics you might want to recommend that we explore. We have show notes on every episode on our website. So if there's something that you hear here that you're unfamiliar with, it's all mentioned in our show notes. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good one. Do It For Grantly is a production of Fortress Fund Managers. You can listen to and download all our episodes in all the good places podcasts are available, including SoundCloud, Google and Apple Podcast, TuneIn and more. Or on our website, fortressfund.com. That's fortressfund.com. Remember to let us know what you think. So email us at info at fortressfund.com or message us on Facebook or Instagram at Fortress Fund Managers. Most people find out about podcasts through recommendations. So spread the word and tell your friends about our show. Until next time, I'm Kim Howard. Thanks for listening.